Welcome to the Urban Wisdom Podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode and come back often for more tips, techniques, love, and guidance. Hi everyone, I'm Shana Jay with One Heart Mission. And I thought today I would give you the, the uh, mission statement for One Heart Mission, which is to have victory at, for the earth and humanity through the education of peace, sustainability, consciousness, and sacred living. So I have not said that before, and it was just came to my heart today that uh, I would like to share that with you. And so um, we now have the, the, this channel uh, called Urban Wisdom and a podcast channel called Urban Wisdom. And, and uh, we have been veering a little bit off of the subject of mastering the moment, which, but everything does turn around to being in the moment. So we um, included other subjects and uh, today I have with me Dr. Kira Adept, which I'm so excited to have her back again. Hi, Kira. Glad to be here. So fabulous to have you come. And we were talking, in fact, since our first interview, we have been talking regularly <laughs> because we have been doing some work for humanity uh, that I won't go into detail about. Maybe we may reveal that at another time, but we here does this beautiful work called geotran plus her own her own psychic abilities and and divine divination abilities and uh today we were well last week we were talking about how people get so wrapped up in the outer world and and start to feel drained and we're they're never sure what's draining them so they try to fix it you know with caffeine or or sugar or food or, or different things, sunlight. Hopefully you'll use sunlight. Um, and But we went deeper than that. And so we started talking about the, the, the way we're affected and what we can do about it. So would you like to add to that, Kier? I can talk about this for hours. Let's see if we can <laughs> it down to a manageable bit. Otherwise, people will be overwhelmed. Yeah. Where their own psychic energy is not coming in. Right. So what we were talking about last week, as you know, uh, was this concept of psychic energy not as an astral plane phenomenon, yeah? not, not being psychic, um, but rather the electromagnetic energy that every single cell requires in order to have victory. That's exactly how it was described by my teacher. In order to live a life of victory, yeah. you have this electromagnetic energy. Yeah. And the electro part is the divine masculine part. That's the Holy Ghost. And the magnetic part is the divine feminine part, which is the Holy Spirit. So we naturally uh, acquire or let go of this psychic energy just in our daily patterns. Um, for example, if you want to build up that energy inside yourself, and thereby increase, for example, your direction, your focus, uh, and, and, and all those other good things, then you can have uh you know expand your consciousness which is of course uh what you do lofty thinking live a life of high moral standards strive towards perfection that is taking steps in the direction not of a, a uh not of a rigid perfection but of a homeostatic perfection so that all the parts are moving correctly together in the correct direction for you then there is service for the common good and a also, and what's most easy and fun for everyone is work or laboring, but not drudgery. So not, oh, oh, I'm exhausted even at the thought of going and working 40 hours a week for somebody else, which indeed I myself have not done for 30 years now, but more sort of, oh, I get to make another shawl. Oh, I get to bake another loaf of bread. Oh, I get to 
And it's the things that you do that you enjoy doing so that the labor itself has an enjoyable rhythm. It's, yeah. it's a my I'll, I'll just interject right here. I, I, in working with my clients, almost every one of them wanted to know what their purpose was once we got down the road a little bit. And, and I asked them, well, what are you doing now? And they would tell me, and then they would say, I said, well, how do you feel about that? Oh, well, it's, you know, it's boring. And I'd really rather be doing something where I'm getting acknowledged more or where I'm contributing more, or where I'm more creative. And I go, so what would it be like if you just went in there and realized that you get to do that job and you get to do it the way it empowers you? That's you bringing your energy of all of who you are into that space, into that work, and into the, the production of what you're doing. And, you know, as I'm explaining it, their eyes lit up and they had never thought of it that way. And so it, it shifted. And, and so then I could say, okay, so then once you're there in the, in the joy of you get to work, doing what you're doing, something else will show up in a very magical way that you don't even have to draw in because your heart is beaming the way you like to work. And so the proper work comes to you. Yes. And Edwina actually talks about this. Uh, one of my favorite inspirational books is by Edwin Gaines and it's called The Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity. And as I think I've told you, yeah. uh, Shana, I, the way I found this book was very magical and therefore I really paid attention. Well, I happened to be reading the last section again a couple of nights ago because people often ask her, well, how do I even find my purpose? Well, do something you enjoy and do it because you love doing it. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about, oh, I'm going to, you know, create this career out of nothing. No, it's more what she, the example in her life was she made the coffee and swept the floors at her local unity church. And then one day the minister and she came to enjoy it. And one day the minister called up and said, ah, I've got laryngitis. Can you take the service this morning? Oh, my gosh. And you she know? became a speaker. Yeah. And it was not it was she was doing what she enjoyed that, you know? see, that's a perfect example of what i was talking about yeah. perfect think, example yeah how i found geotran was because i was doing something i did not enjoy and i had that moment of revelation that said hey if i'm only enjoying 10 percent of this i'll bet there's something out there that i could be enjoying 90 percent and i'll find it yeah, see, that's another way. That's a total realization of you of what your knowing is. You have to say what it is before you can move to the next step. So if you even if you say, well, this is not, oh, I have an example of this too. So a couple of years ago, I was living in this place that was it was just sweet. And but I felt it was very overpriced. And the landlord didn't do a whole lot to help me out fixing the many, many bugs that were in all the closets every day and eating up my clothes and stuff. So one day I got it. I was like, I do not like living here. <laughs> this is kind of some standard living for me. It's sweet, but mm -mm. The very next day I had a lunch scheduled with a, uh, an old high school friend who I hadn't seen in a long time. And all of a sudden we're talking, check, catching up. All of a sudden she says to me, I could live with you. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? And then she tells me this story, you know, and how she's been thinking about living with someone so that, she, cause she has this big house. And I said, well, well, let's go check it out. What the heck? You know, so she's like, now I said, yeah, why not? She she lived literally right around the corner, which was only one mile from where I was living. And she said, here, you can have this whole area, two bedrooms and two bathrooms. And I go, well, what are you thinking about for rent? She's told me half of what I was paying. There you go. And I said, uh, when can I move in? You know, that's how it, it's getting the clarity either way. But if, if you're not in your heart, in the love of some, if something is, doesn't work for you and you need to write it out, you don't need to quit. You just need to write it out. 
begin to embrace the love inside of you and bring your creativity to it. And then the next thing, because everything resonates to where you are in the mm -hmm. moment. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So getting just getting back to this topic of, of psychic energy, when you I'm going to speak in a moment about more about what will bring more psychic energy and what takes it away. But let me just stop for a moment and say, here's the problem when you run out of psychic energy. Great. You lose direction. You lose passion. Yeah. You can't sleep properly. You don't eat foods that are nutritious for you. It's like, it's absolutely like my car battery, which coincidentally gave out the morning when in the evening we had the class that talked about all of this psychic energy. <laughs> Okay, I got the example here, guys. All right. It really is. It's your personal motor. It's just not going to start. Yeah. Because there is no energy. It's your battery has gone kaput. And it's actually a really, really close analogy because typically what makes your battery go kaput, there are two main things. One is, uh, I'm talking about your car battery here. One is that you have some sort of leak. Yeah, you, you, you kind of left the lights on or, or some part of the car system is drawing energy without you knowing it. Yeah. And so in human terms, that's, there's somebody around you sapping your energy. Yeah. Of course, and the other is that your battery is not holding the charge, right? So that's a possibility. So there's, there's a kind of weakness in your system but what, hap what happens more than anything else is that, especially for the, because I have a hybrid, if I don't take that out on the road and use it, regenerate that energy, then the battery will just give out eventually. Right, yeah. So, I went and had my battery placed and it's fine. However, so when I'm working with people and they say to me, oh my God, I'm always exhausted yet I can't sleep. Somehow I can't eat. Somehow I, you know, I, I don't feel like eating, or what I do eat doesn't seem to, you know, do anything for me. Now the first place I go is to say, well, is there anything that is sapping that psychic energy? Because you, without that psychic energy, you are not going to be able to hear what God has for you, or what your guides are trying to tell you, or your ability to read the field, or however you put it to, to you, to get that innate knowing of what direction you're supposed to be going in. Yeah, yeah. What you're yeah. Do when you get there. So, um, so there are things that can build that back up. And one of them is just doing things that you enjoy doing, you know, which could include having a walk every day, could include solitude, could include music, could include laughter. Laughter is a total demon buster. You know, I'll tell you, the God of this world can't stand being laughed at. It's great. You know, sometimes I look at these demons and I go, you got to be kidding me. Like, You're not taking it seriously. No, I'm not. Oh, right. <laughs> you know, the other thing that I was reminded of that I absolutely love is singing to yourself. Exactly. Singing exactly. a song or your favorite song. Now, I, I'm not a singer and I don't sing out in public, but I sing to myself because I love singing and it, it it does something to my whole body now vibrationally energetically when you sing to yourself or speak to yourself your own body takes in that message speaking to yourself so much better in a very it raises your vibration because like if you say to yourself oh sweetheart you know i i'm so sorry you just stubbed your toe <laughs> here let me fix it for you let me kiss it for you. You know, <laughs> your, your own voice, even, you know, even when it's not kind, but it's still, it, it gives the vibration of connection yes. to your own sacred self. Absolutely. Yeah. And in, in Viewtran classes, for instance, uh, and, and Dorothy used to do that. Uh, Dorothy's gone now these five years, but Dr. Cam does it too. Um, when, Dorothy wanted us to learn something or to hear something at the right level. She would put on music first to get the whole group to shift energetically to the place where we could learn the next thing. 
Yes. What did she do? I missed it. She, she put on music. Oh, music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, Geotran is all about sacred geometry. Yeah. And, and a lot of these um, songs that she particularly liked, mainly from the 50s, so swing music, things like that, were what she called time release melodies. Oh, perfect phrase. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they, they were energetically shifting the whole room and everyone in it to this next place, to the next place, to the next place, to the next place. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, if you're, if you're feeling low, if you're feeling exhausted, and if what's happening is that your psychic energy has been depleted, that is a fantastic way of just pumping that back up again, like putting that battery on the trickle charger. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get it. In fact, I can think of five songs right now that are energy. What did you say? Timed? Time release melodies. Time release melodies. So let it be. Yeah. Okay. Um, imagine. Mm -hmm. um, uh, there's one, one of my favorites is from the movie West Side Story. Mm -hmm. And it's called, uh, oh God, what is the name of it? Some Someday, oh God, I think it's called Someday or Somewhere. It's like, oh, no, it's called Something's Coming. That's what it is. Something's oh, yeah. Coming. I don't know what it is, but it is going to be great. Yes. You know, oh, I get chills just thinking of it. So there are songs like that, that one of the ones I wake up to almost every morning is Billy Joel's song, um, this is my life, you know? And I'm like, oh God, or Frank Sinatra's My Way. I mean, these songs, I, I, could, I could go on. They're starting to come in. <laughs> There's so many of them. And if you, some people would tell me that they would wake up with music in their, in their atmosphere. I'm like, well, that's probably your angels giving a message. What are the words, you know? But also the melody. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sing that melody to yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I woke up the other morning with um, Unwritten by uh, Natasha Bedingfield. And I could I could just hear it in my mind. So of course, I went to YouTube. Yay, YouTube. We love YouTube. Right. And I actually saw the music video, which I'd never seen before. Oh, wow. I heard the, I'd heard the song because it had come up in Geotran classes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But this video itself was a knockout. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So this is so this is the one of the great ways you were starting to name some other ways, but I, I really hit on the music one because I'm a child of the of the 60s, 70s and 80s, you know, so that was all I had for my happiness. Okay, the very two very highest sources of psychic energy. Uh -huh. Ocean to a great one with absolute trust. This is really your God connection, however you yeah speak that, define that to you. Yeah. The other is trust and dedication to the hierarchy or law. Now, whenever Dorothy talks about the, the law, yeah, she's, she's, she is actually a great believer in following the rules, which is totally fine. Absolutely. Um, but she's not really talking about human law. She, firstly, she's talking about the, the 12 universal laws, the law of cycles, the law of life, the law of return, the law of that sort of stuff. And secondly, Whenever she talks about the law, she says that Mother God is the law. Father God is the word. Yeah? So this whole, this whole conversation that we had a couple of weeks ago uh, with the, within the Geotran community was all about the law in that sense. Mother God, the divine feminine, being the source yeah. of psychic energy. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that is actually a really, really good way of bolstering your own psychic energy is, is really look at the places where you're at. It's, you see, whenever I talk about the law in a human context, it gets a little confused. But if you can bear with me for a second, it's like, if you think about the law as, am I in alignment or not in alignment with the universal law, that takes it to a much higher level of understanding. Yes. And therefore, a a bigger blast yeah. of psychic energy yeah rather than getting in into a political argument without or something that really just relates to our human culture especially here in the u.s 
Now, you can also decrease your psychic energy in a number of ways, unfortunately, <laughs> of which the most prominent ones are slander, gossip, malice, misery, which and those are the two components of envy. So wow. envy, coveting, craving, jealousy, bad idea. Right. And especially speaking the words of those, because then that brings it into the physical, the same way the music also brings the, the stuff we want into the physical. Right but also treason against another person, place, or thing to which you naturally owe allegiance. Oh, wow. So I'll just leave you to Ooh. the listener to work out what that might mean to you. Wow, that's big. So what we were looking at in this uh, conference call, um, as a result of which I was talking to you about it last week, was asking, well, has your energy been sapped, which it can easily be by a person, place, or thing. Now, what does this mean in the field? I want you to think for a second about that battery analogy. Okay. And one of the ways in which uh, you can have a permanent problem with your car battery is that the terminals, is terminals what I mean? The, the, the positive and the negative bitties get corroded, right? Well, you have cables. Yeah, but not the cables, the, the battery itself, the, oh, the, battery. the battery itself. Okay. okay. So I want you to see for a minute. Uh, that you have a lot of neuroconnectors yes. between you, your physical body, and your glorified body, right? I'll get to that in a sec. And you also have even more multidimensional neuroconnectors between you and Mother God, right? I'm not saying you don't have any between you and Father God. That's just not what we're looking at this minute. Right. So, um, those neuroconnectors are meant to well they can get corroded they can get these crystalline formations on them if you don't have enough psychic energy to keep them clear yeah so these these neuroconnectors are are meant to protect you from negative thoughts feelings beliefs desires and all the rest of it but of course if you spend if you will spend time with low energy people, with low frequency people, then what happens instead is you get this equivalent of corrosion on those neural connectors and the energy goes to those persons, places, or things that are really operating with the God of this world, right? Because every part of the plan of God has been duplicated, okay? So we have, if we have uh, faith as the our operating system, the God of this world has an operating system of fear. Yeah, if patience is our backup operating system, the inverse is doubt. Yeah. And obviously, you know, like and you you can take any divine quality yeah. or trait and say, oh, okay, this has got an inverted part. Really good example. Blessing, which is a divine principle, the inverted um, expression of it is luck. Oh, wow. Interesting. Because luck is not sure and blessing is sure. Oh, so there's certainty in it. Yeah. So, so you can see that sometimes these reversals are quite subtle. Yeah. Uh -huh. and, they, and they're going to present themselves as at least neutral. Yeah. Right. So when you, when, when you spend too much time with individuals or in places or with groups, that are not at the frequency of vibration that you want to be. And if you already have a little corrosion going with these, with the psychic energy neuroconnectors, it's as if they're doing the inversion of your trickle charger. Yeah. They're putting the, the clamps on and it's going and it's sucking the energy out of you. Wow. That's so important. Yeah. That's so, so was, important. Hey, let me just interject. Uh, there, that's so important for people to know, especially if they're just having an awakening and they have a lot of questions and they don't know what to ask or where to go to find the answers. And then they reach out and God bless them. They're reaching out in a good way, but they don't have the discernment yet of what's pulling them down yes. and what can take them to the becoming of who they are, truly are. And so, but that's fine. It's part of the process of learning. 
it's just that you know they're uh god bless them they they really do want information but they the the way you go about it is what you already know instead of what you don't know of course of course i mean it and, and it's very challenging for the human organism to to rest in a place of i don't know right and the more you know the harder it is yeah <laughs> to identify the places where you don't know right um, you know the good news is as, as one of my former teachers used to say god loves a beginner that's right to <laughs> <laughs> not know yeah Ooh, the beginner mind is just so beautiful yeah, yeah. but it, it, it is a huge challenge because we naturally are going to um be hearing other people we're going to be listening to other people and if and this happens a lot if you don't know who you are then you're going to be around other people and either you admire them which is great i mean by all means admire and appreciate other people and or you don't like them you judge them you criticize them but in each case there's a part of you that doesn't know who you are right it's, is that me am i that am i that yeah yeah you're saying am i that i am instead of looking to the divine and saying no i am that i am right I am magnificent i am cherished i am passionate I am enough for God. I am brilliant. I am whatever your particular I am's are. That those are, I mean, I make a lot of bread, so this analogy works for me. You know, that's the bread loaf of which you are a dinner roll. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you're looking at the right bread loaf when that's you say, right. I am that that's I am. Because you're gonna have that those qualities and characteristics right there. Absolutely. And you know, the other thing is, uh, I love that you brought up gossip. Um, mm. Because I feel that that is one of the most damaging things is when you get together with people that you know, in your circle, especially when you're, you're moving, uh, you know, into a higher vibration, you tend to still gather with the people that you know, and familiar with because a lot of people don't realize they need to move on from a lot of friendships. So the gossiping that used to give you energy, you got to look at what kind of energy it gave you. And well, you go home with that. Yes. And that could create a psychic drain in you. And if I can take that a step forward further, right. we have, we have uh, a list. <laughs> we love our checklists in Geotran. We just adore our checklists. And one of them is called misuses of the tongue tribes of source wow and each of these different ways to misuse your creative ability to speak things into existence right. when you misuse it it opens the door to different groups of negative energies mm. i mean gossip opens the door to demons demons are incorrect spiritual energies right and then are you able to close that again Exactly. Yeah, sometimes you can sometimes you can't yeah exactly and sometimes you just need to be cleared <laughs> or learn, learn how to clear yourself up <laughs> <laughs> right right and stop talking you know sometimes uh i swear <laughs> <Me too. laughs> and when i do i immediately say god forgive me <laughs> catching it you know? i knew what i was doing i had to do it i'm so sorry i'm in the 3d world okay forgive me and you, and that's what repentance is about you're turning back to the divine you're turning back to it, your um divine blueprint yeah i have to otherwise it gets painful in my body i can't, yeah. I can't live any other way well, I'm so glad you brought up that question of pain because two things. One is, at least in our perspective in Geotran, um, when you have pain, it has taken out some part of your truth. And when you have fear, it has taken out some part of your light. Now, the glory of God is intelligence and intelligence is truth and light. So it's taking out part of your intelligence. I'm not talking about IQ. Do you understand? I'm saying right, right. That intelligence, spiritual or energy intelligence, that field right. intelligence. Um, and one of the things that we really notice is that when these uh, neural connectors for your, specifically for your psychic energy, get corroded or get these crystalline formations, pain 
is one of the results because it's your soul and your spirit saying, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Or please stop it so we can start to thrive instead of be depleted. Right, right. It's Uh, it's an overload of toxicity. Yes. And that creates acidic conditions in the body the same way. All right. I, I need to say this very carefully because people think I'm judging what they eat and really I'm not. But we know about about the the advantages of a pH neutral diet, and we know that the things that make more acidity in the body for everybody, yeah, coffee, sugar, and red meat. Now, yeah. I don't personally care what you eat. I really don't. Yeah, that's not but, the point. But I'm saying the same thing is happening on the energy level. Uh-huh. If you end up with these acidic conditions, yeah, because you've been eating a lot of boiled sweeties or you've been hanging out with a lot of gossipy people. Yeah. You see the connection here? Yes, exactly. And I, I just want to point to, um, because we're living in the time of, of COVID, where you know there's still a lot of craziness going on about vaccinating, not vaccinating, and just you know the information going around and what, what you do with that. When you get into fear, you gossip. When you get into fear and worry and doubt, you throw darts at other things and people instead of just taking in the information and feeling it and see what is really right for you. There's nobody going to coerce you. You have to choose for yourself and be your sovereign self. So gossip, same as discussing, you know, these things, but throwing darts at stuff is not the answer you have got to be more discerning on your own and can say instead of saying well this one said that because this you could just say look i'm not sure about that for me and you just take it right here and be quiet with it and every time people i'm constantly bombarded by information because you know i network with people and um what when i hear anything especially both both in the, the the area of interest that you and I both share that I'm not going to talk about right now, but also to do with the with the, anything to do with COVID. The first thing I ask is what percent is this information true, complete and accurate? Oh, well, that's an elevated question. <laughs> no, because that, that actually gives you a, a basis. It for... does, but it's a very elevated question. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. And you know, one of the things I love about muscle testing and is, is that the, the implicit, okay, let me back up a little bit. Okay. One of the things I really love about muscle testing is what, when you are muscle testing and I do this all the time for myself, for other people, it's part of my work, blah, 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 is that what you're really testing is the psychic energy. Yeah. You know, I, when I describe it to new students, I say, look, okay, there's a little bit more energy goes through your arm and it's easy for your arm to stay up or a little less energy goes through your arm and your arm goes down and that's a no. It's a stress response. But really what we're measuring is in the concept, the direction, the thought, the feeling, the belief, the piece of information, is there more psychic energy for you? Uh-huh. Now, I may describe it as, does this line you up with your divine blueprint better? Uh-huh. Same, same thing, same concept. But really, it's about the psychic energy. Is there more energy there? Yeah. Positive, beneficial. Source? Right, right. Well, if it takes you out of pain in one moment, you know, there's more. So, so would do you have a tool that you use? I, I could teach one, but I'd like to, for you, I think you have one too. A, a tool for what where you can teach people how to do it on their own with their own oh, yeah. I teach people so you this don't way. have two people right absolutely so um uh there are a couple of ways that i use uh, and that i teach um the the very simplest most accurate for beginners is the sway test so you're standing up very tall and you put the food in front of you, you, or you ask the question, you just start with something really simple that you know the answer to, like, my name is Jeremiah. (laughs) 
and you fall backwards because in fact it is not <laughs> <laughs> you know so so a yes is forward a no is back gotcha. um i i learned this one to start with i don't know how well you can see my hands yeah i don't like that one i like one-handed one-handed works really well for me so this is the one that i most commonly teach well there's two that i teach really commonly now that we're doing a lot of our classes by zoom okay there's this one where you just hold out your hand with your hand up a little bit hold out your arm with your hand up a little I bit i can't see what you're doing i know here let me move it back a bit there you go better okay whoa let me let me really get within the frame there can you, you see now okay you just press on your wrist okay my name is Kier. my name is shana oh okay gotcha super easy and on the zoom in the zoom context very helpful because you can really see what's going on yeah yeah right? So that's a really super easy one. And then I like this one. Uh, I've got my thumb, pad of the thumb over the middle finger of my dominant hand. And if you don't know what your dominant hand is, ask what your dominant hand is for this. Oh, okay. Yeah? Because there are people who are truly ambidextrous. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. And it doesn't really matter which hand you use as long as you're consistent. And then I have people repeat after me. So repeat after me, Shannon. I now set my intention. I now set my intention. That when I reach a yes answer. That when I reach a yes answer. My finger springs open like this. My finger springs open like this. Yep. You're good to go. Just practice, practice, practice. Okay. And oh, for the love of the little baby Jesus, please practice yes, no questions that are not important. Yeah, to, to get to gain your confidence in it. Yeah, absolutely. You are training your body. Yeah. A, a, a yes, no answer out of your own body intelligence. Yeah, out of the field. Yeah. I will always remember how I was uh, doing some, some classes and um, taught this particular method to, to somebody. And I didn't see her for a couple of months. And she came along to, to one of the group healings and I said, oh, you know, how, how have you been? I haven't seen you. What, what have you been up to? He says, well, it's muscle tested that I should go to Texas and get back together with my high school sweetheart. <laughs> I said, did, did the part that I said about only using this for unimportant questions for the first bit, did, did that just like not register? <laughs> Seriously, people, if you've got a big question and you're not 100% comfortable, uh with your muscle testing, you ask somebody like me or Shana or somebody who is detached from the answer. Yeah. What happened with the, with that situation? It didn't work. I mean, big surprise. He came back. It's like, okay. <laughs> I, I hope she learned to use valuable lesson there about the limits of muscle testing. I hope so. And you know, sometimes we have to do that to ourselves just to get confidence in what we're doing and, and to learn discernment if you self-reflect on it if you don't self-reflect on it then forget it you're, you're not going to do it but please self-reflect on little things and big things to make sure you're following your divinity and your higher vibration exactly and again that is mastering the moment yes. you're in the moment you can't do it in the future you can't do it in the past you have That's to be especially true of muscle testing Yes. Muscle testing is in the now. Yes. Right? So sometimes the very best, and it's always dependent on the question, obviously. So sometimes the very best question is, what's my best question for right now? Well, that's not the, you can't, that's not a yes, no question. So no, no. no but, but then you listen, you see, and you say, oh, oh. questions are there one, two, three. Oh, there's four questions. Okay. And the first one is about health, wealth, relationships, self-expression. My first question is about self-expression. By the way, I'm snapping my fingers because that is the way I actually muscle test myself. Oh, oh, okay. When I snap my fingers, like here, here, like I just showed you, you, you you've spring loaded that middle finger. Do you have enough strength? Do you have enough psychic energy to, for that to spring open? Or are you a little stuck? Do you have less psychic energy? Same thing here. This is a little stuck. This is a no. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, yeah. All right. So 
Okay, what questions do you have for me right now? One, two, three, four. And the first one is something to do with P, uh, with uh, uh, um, health, wealth, relationship, self-expression. Okay, so there's a question about self-expression. What's that about? Well, I know what my self-expression is. So it's going to be about geotran, knitting, baking bread, writing, or going to France. <laughs> We're going to France. All right, good. There's a question about going to France. You see what I'm saying is that once you're comfortable with the muscle testing, you can use it in increasingly sophisticated ways. Uh huh. Yes. 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 For 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 more uh, uh, life changing questions and answers. Yes. Yes. The only so I, I, I have another way of muscle testing that's similar to your snap. Mm -hmm. um, so I learned it like this, where you, you rub the fingers together and you say very simply, I'm a girl. And then you feel what it feels like. And then you go, I'm a boy. And you feel what it feels like. Obviously, the boy answer for me would be the wrong answer, the no. Yeah. And, the, and so the feeling, yeah. It, you get the feeling that it's stickier, it's sloggier when when you answer uh, in, in the no. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So as long as you are listening, yeah, as long as you're asking good questions and listening and practicing, yeah, um, you will very rapidly, anybody can very rapidly learn how to muscle test accurately for themselves. Yeah. Um, when I was doing uh, classes in person, um, I would send my people out to the nearest Chinese restaurant or supermarket. Oh, fun. Okay. How many things do you need from this place? One, two, three, four, five. Oh, you need five. Okay. And the first one is something to eat, something to drink, or Chinese restaurants, even better. Because, you know, you know, you've got something this size as a menu, right? So right. Like, okay. <laughs> it's on this page. It's on this page. It's on this page. It's on the, oh, it's on page four. Okay. It's on this side. It's on this. Oh, it's in the right hand column. And then you, with your other hand, you just run a finger down that column until you get a yes. Right. And then it, apparently I'm eating liver and garlic sauce tonight. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that's so true. I mean, I, and I have it a different way where I go, uh, I open a menu and the first thing my eyes go to, that's the thing I'm going to eat. Same thing. Same thing. I don't know why, right? But, but it just... Let me tell you a story about that. Though. Okay, tell me. Okay, I was teaching when I was living in California and Dorothy came and we, we taught a class together. And she wanted to take me out to dinner. She said, what's your favorite restaurant in this area? And I said, oh, I know this really nice place called Windows on the Water. It's up in Morro Bay and uh, it's on the second floor, you know, so you look across the space. Beautiful. And uh, we had a very, very nice waiter. And it's a small menu and I know it well. So I was just giving her room to, to test for what she wanted. I knew what I wanted. And she said, I, I don't get it. I said, well, what is it, Dorothy? She says, they're telling me to have duck. I don't like duck. I never order duck. And I said, well, the duck here is really, really good. So tell you what, I'll order something that you also like. And if you don't like the duck, we'll swap. Uh-huh. Swap? I didn't get a look in. She went into that thing like it was the best thing since creation. But wow. she's no, I can honestly say that I have ordered and eaten and enjoyed duck. Wow. He knew somewhere in the field that right. there was an experience there that was that was actually beneficial for her. Right. That her, in her mind, she had a belief that she didn't like duck. Right. So they wanted her to change her mind and have a new perspective. Well, when we're when we're going for obedience, meaning alignment with your divine blueprint. Uh-huh. It automatically takes you to a higher place yeah. than the soul level. It automatically takes you to a higher place than where you think, feel, believe, and desire. Right. So it may not be just a new perspective. It may be something energetically good. It may be something that is better for her body in that moment. In that moment. You may never eat it again, but in that moment, it was the right food and, pro and it would digest well and it would go through her body well, it would serve her well energetically. Yeah. Right. right. Exactly. You, 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 we, we, the field is so much bigger than our little minds normally. Bigger. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I told you that story the other day that I was uh, also, this was years ago when I was living in San Luis Obispo. And I said, okay, God, what are we doing today? You know, and they said, we want you to go to the post office. I said, well, 
we, what, now? Yeah, I want you to go to the post office right now. They said, well, I was planning to go to the post office at three o'clock. And they, you know what the guides are like, they look at you, you know. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obedient, it's fine. I just was curious. I got to the post office and a woman I have been trying to contact for three weeks by email and phone was in the next counter over. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Totally. That happened to me yesterday. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yesterday I was I was just relaxing after eating lunch. And then all of a sudden I hear, get up and go take your walk. Yep. There I'm you like, go. okay, I go take my walk. So my neighbor who I just met and we just really liked each other, ha but haven't seen her in three or four weeks and thought, oh, maybe, you know, is she out of town? Is she in what? She was, she was right there outside the door. And I finally got to, you know, connect with her and ask yeah. her all those questions I was wondering about. Well, you know, but your the, divine is going to take you places that you don't know in your mind. And, and obedience will do that. Obedience yeah. is like a treasure hunt. Yeah. It's about the spiritual geography you traverse. Yeah. So you hear, go to the post office. Okay, you then you you run into somebody that you need to speak to about something. Right. Piece of obedience may may seem completely unconnected, but yeah. it takes you to the next place where you can learn something else, or you can ask a better question, and then that takes you to the next place, and to the next place, and to the next place. Obedience is and and the other great thing about obedience, if you have the kind of mind I do, <laughs> goes over things over and over again, uh -huh. positive or negative. Um, the lovely thing about obedience is that it lifts you out of that. So it's like, no, this I'm doing this because it is connecting me with my divine blueprint. And therefore, even though I don't see the end result, yeah. I have faith, I have trust that the end result is going to be beneficial and it's actually going to be easier and better than me deciding I can run my life better. Yeah. And the mind can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And furthermore, I can run your life better too, which is what we call right. being God better than God. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because like the law of attraction would have you say, okay, just decide and manifest that you are going to meet your, your beloved when you go out Friday night, seven o'clock to this particular place. And so you do that and nobody's there and nobody even taps on your shoulder and nothing happens. But versus... If you're just like, um, I'm just so tired. All I want to do is relax for the evening. And your divine says, go get dressed and look pretty and go to this place. That's a very, very different instruction. Then what will happen is you will meet the person you're supposed to meet. You can discern after that, but you're supposed to meet that person. Right. Who, as it so happens, has a first cousin visiting. Who is <laughs> You in, have the place, to in the place you really want to live. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if you didn't get up and go to that cafe at 7 p.m., then you weren't going to be there. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's a totally different structure and it's a totally different vibration. And one keeps you stuck in a lower vibration and the other keeps you moving into your higher, 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 highest vibration. That's, that's exactly it. It is absolutely moving you upwards. And even your just willingness to muscle test. Can you turn off your bell? <laughs> I can't do it without actually muting you too, which is what I don't want to do. So I oh, okay. sent a message that will keep them quiet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Down. <laughs> don't say <It's>, okay <laughs> so um uh that just just your intention and your willingness yeah you know hey whatever whatever the answer is uh, i'm going with it because i want to be in alignment with my divine blueprint which i set up right coming into this experience with divine so right. of course it's going to work out better absolutely yeah, and that circles back to what you said about living in the unknown. Yes. 
Yes. Because yes. it takes all the fear away. Yes. I'm living in the unknown because the more you do it and the more you see how it works out for you, sometimes you may not like it at first, but you, it is for the best, for the best, for the best. You continually self-reflect and see how you feel in that self-reflection. And then you discern, uh, yeah. this is working much better for me in my life. I wonder what would happen if I kept going. And you'll see your vibration continue to raise. You don't go down that hallway. You may never find that door. That's right. You know? Yeah. And I, especially, I'm, I'm sure that you as a woman and other women listening to this talk that we're having, and probably men too, but especially women. Yeah. Think about every relationship you've been in. Think about that process whereby maybe you got dumped. And it was very painful at the time. How long did it take you to look back at that and say, you know what, God, I have faith that I am being looked after here. So this is okay. This is turning out all right. And then you get to a further point where it's like, oh, thank God, I'm not going out with that person anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so true. It's so true. Uh, I got the answer one time about relationships and meeting men specifically um, we're saving you from the heartache of what it would be and I was like but but wait a second it feels so good <laughs> that initial whoopee everything feels good I mean that's why we watch romance films you know but the the last the last person I went out with I did get dumped and I got dumped quite painfully yeah so I, I it took me a good week maybe three, to finally ask the right question. Right. And the right question was, okay, guides, did you engineer this? Yeah. What What was this about? Don't never ask a why question. Why questions yeah. are something. Um, what, what was this about? What do you want me to know? What What is it about the particular way this happened? Right. That what am I learning from this? And they said, we wanted to make sure there was no chance of you going back to this person. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, I get that. Thank you. That's actually really helpful. Yes. Right. It's like, you've already learned that lesson. Been there, done that. You, you need to repeat it. Circulate this one. <laughs> right. Right. And when I ask, uh, I'm not going to go there. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> to talk about that right now no <laughs> but let's go back to our psychic energy thing a bit because one of the things that was so fascinating about this this conference call that we were having in, in the geotrain group um was that the person who was being worked on who's a very bright lively intelligent woman and and really good at geotran um and she has a successful life and yet her car battery was being drained and so of course we asked person place or thing how many, how many things do we need to identify here? Now, normally when somebody's contaminated, it's going to be a person or, or a thing, right? So it could be somebody else's envy, coveting, craving, jealousy. It could be the church of disappointment. It could, you know, groups too. And what surprised me is that both for this gal and for most of the people I've worked on, specifically on this topic, it's been places places. In this, in her case, it was the park where she walks her dog. Oh, right. Wow. The place had soaked up a certain signature energy. Now, in this case, this particular case, it was God omission is what we, what we eventually worked out after, after, you know, two dozen of us flailing around trying to find the exactly right signature for this place. Um, I've worked with people where the signature is lost uh -huh. or laggard. Yeah. People who can't keep up, who aren't learning the new things or, you know, it could be any negative signature. It could be any below the line, small G God, uh -huh. but it seems to be often attached to places. Uh -huh. I worked on somebody the other day. It was her entire zip code. <gasps> wow. There's something about that zip code. Never had that come up in clearing. Ever. That's amazing. You know, so so I think that well, as we learn more discernment, 
even the questions we ask about the discernment become more sophisticated. Absolutely. And that's the key, having the right questions to ask. Um, I remember when I lived in Ashland, I told you the story that I'll just record it. Uh, I would go for a walk in Lithia Park. <clears throat> and Lithia Park is a small version of the um, park that was designed by the same gentleman who designed Golden Gate Park, which is this oh, right. enormous, beautiful park. Well, our Lithia Park is just like that. And meaning that it is gorgeous and it's just unique in its structure. And every time I would walk in there, I'd have this overwhelming feeling of, I love this park. Mm. I love this park. And I get farther down and I'd still be saying, I love, there was no area that went counter to, I just right. love this park. And, um, and then finally, after living there about six months, I went in one day and I get this feeling again and I'm, I'm realizing it. And, and I asked, I, I didn't ask anything. It just came to me. You're realizing all of the love that everyone feels when they come through this park. Right. So you're realizing love, period. Because people are saying, I love this park just like you do. It resonates out as love in the park. Yes. And so I was walking through as I was walking through was just love, love and more love. And I was in bliss every time I leave, you know, leave the park. Right. So you can go that way, too, with. Absolutely. And, and, and that can and, and in everything you do wandering around, you can amplify, magnify, intensify and glorify yeah. the positive aspects of the place or the situation that you're working through. Yeah. So I guess I, I guess what I'm getting and what we're saying right now is that if you're in the moment and if you realize you're in the moment and you feel what you're feeling in the moment, either am I getting dragged down or feeling down or starting to have weird thoughts or mm or the opposite in my feeling love elevated joyful blissful you ask and you get where you are and whether or not the where you are is supporting you or not yes yes absolutely um and then of course because i'm a geotran person this is how we work um of course we actually have clearings this too. So, so as I've been working with people these last couple of weeks on this specific issue and on myself, I may add. Oh, nice. I'm no, by no means immune. Oh, me too. <laughs> about that, isn't it? You'd think, but there you last go. Last couple of weeks have been really important for clearing. <laughs> uh, is, is that first we, we identify the signature, right? So say, okay, what is it? Firstly, we identify the person, place, or thing. Right? Yeah. Okay, what's the signature here? Um, you know, one person I was working on, it was it was her family as a whole. And their signature was um, rejection or something. I don't remember exactly, but it would have been something like that. And uh, then we use what's called glory gems to polish up and reconnect those neural connectors between physical self and the glorified body and between the human self and the divine mother so this is very like you know i go and borrow the trickle charger from my buddy eric and you know i know how to connect the, the thingies up but i let him do it because, because he's better at it right i don't put it everything it's like let's just do it yeah yeah uh, point is that this is the equivalent of connecting up that trickle charger, but making sure that the points are clear right. before you do that. The neural connectors are, are exactly right. Yeah. Right. And, and one of the fascinating things about this is, is that most Geotran is about points, numbers, and geometries. That's the basis of it. It's a coding language. It's the language of all possibilities. We use it to clear your computers and to install new software so that you can have new output. And it's a very tight analogy with how computers work. That's sweet. Which is not surprising because humans created computers in their own image. Right. <laughs> uh, 
but but one of the things I love about these glory gems is it's it's by intention. It's you you're just picturing it in the field that you uh -huh. are cleaning up and reconnecting all all. We're not going to specify how many there are. Just all right. uh, neuroconnectors between your body, the physical body, and the glorified body. Whoop. <laughs> Ooh, felt that one. And <laughs> you, as a human, and mother, the mother, the mother of us all. Whoa, you see? And it's nice. it's, it's 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 like having the right question. Uh -huh. you know, it is. It's something to be taught. But on the other hand. Once you know it in the field, it's like you can just turn that light switch on. Yeah, yeah. I don't actually have to know exactly how electricity works. I mean, I do sort of know, you know, at a, at a high school level education sort of way. Yeah. But I do know that if I don't turn the light switch, the lights don't come on. It doesn't matter how much I look at the light bulb saying, let there be light. <laughs> You'll have to turn on the switch. <laughs> and that's why I love one of the things I love about Geotran is that uh, switches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Anybody can learn how to, to wow, do it. Beautiful. It's not a matter of having that kind of um in, anybody can learn to be intuitive. And I know this because I had no usable intuition before I started using Geotran. Oh, Learning Geotran does not depend on you actually having an innate talent. But it could it, it could grow it. Oh, it will certainly grow. Yeah. From, yeah. But like Dorothy has always talked to God, always listened in the field really, really well. She's always been a medical intuitive. I am none of those things or was none of those things. Uh-huh. The most left brain person you could possibly imagine. <laughs> I, I trained as an architect, for God's sake, you know? Um, but with, <laughs> with, repeated seven books. <laughs> <laughs> with repeated Hello. application of Geotran, I was able to open up <laughs> those doors. <laughs> and now, God bless Geotran and your willingness to, to be there. Well, that's the thing. You have to show up like anything else. That's right. Show up. You have to be willing to learn. You have to retain at least some of it. Right, right, right. You know, but, uh, it's, 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 wow, Kier, this has been so informative. I really appreciate your time. And so do you have one, one overall, um, closing you'd like to offer? Yeah, there are two things I'd like to say. And one is simply prag pragmatic, right? And it's this, if you find that spending time with a person or in a particular place or with a particular group leaves you tired consistently do not spend more than 10 minutes with that person, place, or thing. You know, have a, a timer on your watch uh, at, that goes off at nine minutes. And so when your sister-in-law calls you and you think, oh, God, not again. You know, the alarm's going to go off at nine minutes. You're going to say, sorry, got to go. Time to go. I got an appointment. No yeah. reasons, no excuses. Just got to go. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is this. Um, we are actually meant to thrive. We are designed to thrive. We are designed to be in alignment with the God of our being. And the way we get there is by throwing out contaminations and integrating for our, our goals. And our goals can be anything. It doesn't matter. I mean, I may want a chateau in France. You may not. That's great. You know, on the other hand, you may actually enjoy eating shrimp, which I am allergic to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the, to the best and biggest question to ask, getting circling back around to that question thing is, am I 100% God in body right now? Is my point up pyramid and my point down pyramid, are they completely in alignment so they can slide together, form that star David or the star tetrahedron, if you prefer multidimensionally, and then you are walking around with God in you and you and God. And that's when the miracles occur. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. That's very, very beautiful. So please heed that warning. Two simple steps that you can do to really empower yourself to be happy and raise your vibration and stay in the moment. Yeah. 
Thank you, Kier. It's been absolutely adorably wonderful as always. My pleasure. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening today. This is Urban Wisdom to give you confidence and information through discussions on spirituality, growth, self-improvement, and receiving loads and loads of love. Share this with your friends, and we look forward to seeing you again.